Blog Talk Radio. I know it 
And so I have to be hands-on. I'm a hands-on person. You just can't tell me what it is. I got to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, she ain't lying. This the girl over there messing with electrical wires. I said, come on, Lee. Come on, girl. I didn't. I left it on it. I'm like, leave them wires alone. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I just said when the man came, I was like, that looked like something I could do myself. <laughs> it just did. I can't. I can't with you, girl. Let the man it do did. what he do because he know it. <laughs> Listen, it just looked easy. I was like, oh, I could do that. are moving so fast that it's, it's, it's a lot going on. 
you know, it's a lot of things going on that 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 mm-hmm. is in my mind that's coming to fruition. And so with that, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to keep up with those things. But my mind is crazy. It never shuts off. It's always on. That's why our topic tonight is exit wounds. <laughs> so, you know, because uh, listen, so an exit wound is like, it's, it's more like a, when a bullet enters you and it's kind of irregular. So it might do a little mm-hmm. spin, um, and, and it's just awkward. So, okay. but then it comes, but then it it comes out. So you know how you have one, you have one way that something is set to go. You have one way that you you plan on doing something, and then something else hits you. Now that thing that hits you, it's kind of like a bullet that comes into you at an awkward angle, right? Okay. You really don't know. You really don't know what to do with it. Now it's gonna it's gonna pass, whatever it is, it's always gonna pass. But as it passes, it's gonna place you in a different position, a position that mm-hmm. you didn't know that you were gonna be in. Does that make sense? It so does. Times, I can I can guarantee you probably done looked at an exit wound and said, "No, I think you'll travel this way." Let me tell you, because I know. <laughs> no, let Dr. Leash. <laughs> Listen, no, Google, Dr. Google. <laughs> I'm like, Google, tell me what that is. No, but seriously. You know, an exit wound, it goes in, it, it tends to be large, more irregular over you. entrance wounds. So because it's right. a little bit different, it's doing a lot of different things. And primarily it's because the spin of the bullet, right? So... If you take that and you apply that to your vision or you apply that to the things that you have planned, sometimes we have so many things in our head and we have things set and we try to be so consistent that when those things come and they hit us, the purpose of them is to spin us into position, right? Those certain things are meant to spin you into position um, because Mm -hmm. you're so fixed. You're fixed in this one spot. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but that's not what it's meant to be, right? It's meant for you to right. kind of turn to the left a little bit. And so in order for that to happen, you got to get that, that bullet. That's got to be large. It's got to be um, a large, irregular entrance. So it has to enter your life with with a big blow. It's going to exit. It's going to leave. It's not going to last forever, but when it leaves, you're going to be turned in a different position. And it's mm-hmm. going to be, uh, it's going to look awkward, but it's actually going to be where you're supposed to be. Hmm. It just doesn't okay. fit what you had in your mind. It doesn't fit what you had planned out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those exit wounds can cause um, unforeseen roadblocks or damages that you may not have originally perceived as to do. You know, sometimes those exudes can go in and out in one direction, but then when you mix it all up, you come out with something totally different. And it could be a surprise. It could be on the good side or it could be on the bad side, depending on how you take it and, and where you go from with it. 
Exactly. And so every time someone is shot, you know, every time something traumatic happens, you don't necessarily die from that. Sometimes that is the second second chance at life. That's the second experience um, where you can do some things differently. So that's the same concept. You know, you're so fixed for something to go this way. But you need to be turned to the left because God needs you positioned in a certain in a certain direction on a certain path with certain people. Because I really feel that's that's how He blesses you. He blesses you by placing you in position with different people. It's not like blessings mm-hmm. come out of the sky. It's people come into your path. People that you cross paths with. Um, you have to. You're meant to do that. But sometimes we get so fixed that we miss the mark. Mhm. But sometimes order- you gotta know a blessing when you see it. You know, sometimes you block your own blessings. You know, no. you like, no, this is not what I want to do. This is not. I'm not ready to do that. But sometimes you have to be um, called out publicly because the private callouts have been ignored. You know, sometimes you exactly. have to face. You know, you 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 get in your own way. Exactly. So that's where that trauma comes in. So you got that bullet that's coming in. That bullet is spinning. It's what it's, it's the spin is coming through. And so it's coming fast. And so in order for you to be positioned, you have to go through certain things. And sometimes we don't really see those things at the time that it happens. Mm-hmm. We have to go mm-hmm. through and experience some stuff. Um, to understand, like, bam, if I wouldn't have made this turn right here, I would have missed this right here because this mm-hmm. is where I was supposed to be. This is where I needed to be at this moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you, 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 it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it can take years because mm-hmm. because of the, the, the hard-headedness, and not even the hard-headedness, but the, the wear-all, the focus, because some people may, may not be that at that point in their life to know that a blessing is right before them. You know, it takes, it takes like, hard knocks, you know, in order for you to realize that this is where you want to be. And sometimes people don't even know where they want to be or what they want to do. You know, some people could just be floating through life, not having a plan, not having a purpose. But for those that do have a plan, those that do have a purpose and know what they want to do, it could still take us some time because they may be trying it on their own, but in the end, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Absolutely. And and a lot of people are fixated, and they, they're stuck, and that's how they end up going around and they start hovering. And, you know, when a helicopter hovers, uh, it just kicks up dirt and makes a mess. It doesn't really go anywhere. Because we have fixed in our mind, well, I don't want to do this. I don't want to leave here. I don't want to leave there. Right. Listen, mm-hmm. you have to move your feet. I, I truly mm-hmm. believe that you have to move your feet. When God or the higher power or whomever you are um, is your person that you are, that you believe in, when they tell you to move mm-hmm. your feet, you have to move your feet. So they may mm-hmm. tell you to do something that is out of the ordinary, you know. And this is the thing about when God is in the midst of something. When God is in the midst of something, it's never hard. The things that are hard are those things that you should not be doing. 
and he's too busy trying to detour you from doing them. And so we start working hard and we start thinking that we got to struggle to get here. Right. And so we get into the struggle to get somewhere, and it's like you didn't have to go through that. I Mm -hmm. told you to move your feet, but I told you to move your feet five months ago when I had you in position. And now five months later, you're trying to move your feet, but you're trying to go to the left and back to the right. That's not what I asked you to do. You know what I'm saying? So when we have to learn how to listen um, to, to, to his voice, and sometimes I think we get so busy with the hustle and bustle of life that we don't listen. And we don't move when we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's definitely true. In other words, don't block your blessings and always be mindful of the steps that you take. Absolutely, because sometimes they may not seem um, what they're supposed to be at that time. But as you go through and you start making your move, you'll see how everything falls into place. Mm-hmm. That's true. And sometimes you may not even realize it, you know, that things are happening within your life, within your sphere. You don't even realize that it's happening. And because and, there are still some people that don't believe, Leash. You know, they don't that's believe. True. They think it's just, that's just, you know, the universe. You know, okay. so they Even may not necessarily, right, they may not necessarily feel that they are being directed in certain steps, to take certain steps. Right. Even but if you think it is the universe, though. Right. But mm-hmm. even if you think it's the universe, the universe still aligns, planets align. When planets right. are aligned, the expectation is that you move, if that is your mind thought, if that's your thought process, Right. So when things mm-hmm. start aligning, you're supposed to move. But a lot of times we see them aligning, but that doesn't fit what we have going on. It doesn't fit our personal plan. And so we we don't, we miss the vibe that we get to make certain moves and do certain things. So even if sure. you're a, a non-believer and you are into just um, the universe, you still have to listen. You still have to be an open vessel to be able to receive that energy to let you know that it's time to do this or it's time to do that. But people get fixated in so many things. You know, well, they don't want to move. Why? But if, and it's not because they don't feel that they can do something here. They're fixated with certain things. And people, okay, well, this person is here and this person is here. I can't leave this person. I got to know. You got to move your feet. If it's putting your spirit to move, if it's put inside of you to move, that's going to be like something electric inside of you that's directing you to do something. Mm-hmm. You want to be okay, but you got to move. But the thing mm-hmm. is, we don't. And we tend to get into the struggle. And we think the struggle is what makes everything better. Just like kids, they always say, well, your kids got to struggle. No, your kid's not supposed to struggle. Things that are, I don't believe that, kid, that kids should struggle. Now, you have to guide them, yes, but making life a struggle for them just because you need them to grow from it, they're going to grow regardless. They, they're they right. they going to be who they're going to be. They're going to grow to be who they're going to be regardless. They're going to mm-hmm. accomplish those things they need to accomplish regardless. 
because their path mm-hmm. is already set. And nothing we can do about it as parents, right? All we can do mm-hmm. is guide them. We can't change their direction. And that's we talked about this um, on the show not too long ago. It's so easy to sell somebody a dream that's not theirs. And then 10 years down the line, you realize it's not even what I wanted to do. That's right. Don't waste all that time. And it's all not that, that it was a, And it's not that it was a waste of time. It was a lesson, though. We don't we don't get in position and start looking at the lessons that we have to learn in that position. And so you waited ten years, you probably was told to move your your feet about fifteen times and you did not. So the lesson is you have to learn how to listen to 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 those things that are telling you, Okay, you need to move here, you need to do this. You know, that's part of the guidance. You know, as parents, we can just guide them, but you can't. You can't really mold your kids. We put them in mm-hmm. a box when they're younger. We put them. We put them in a nice little fancy box. Yeah, we do that. But mm-hmm. in that nice little fancy box, that's really something that we created. That's our little world for them. It has nothing to do with the world on the outside of that box. Mm-hmm. The world on the outside mm-hmm. of that box is different. Right. It is not going to make allowances that we make as parents for our kids. But sometimes, you know, certain doors are closed, sometimes permanently, because a step hasn't been taken. You know, sometimes you have to close doors in order to get people's attention, Uh you know, and, and... once that door is closed, then you have to you have time to sit back and wonder, okay, now now what? What am I supposed to do now? You know, you could you could have lost a job because you were spending so much time on this job that you wasn't didn't have the time to put towards something else, something that uh-huh. is preordained for you. So that door had to be closed. You know, and since you didn't listen to all those signs that were given to you before, now the job is lost, and now you have uh-huh. time to focus on what it is that that you should be focusing on or something that you should be doing. So never take these things as coincidence because I don't feel that anything is by coincidence. You uh-huh. know, everything is, is predestined and pre-designed for each of us individually. So take those signs, you know, meditate because meditation is real. And what's my sixth letter word? Unplug. <laughs> Unplug and take stock. I know, right? Tells me that all the time, <laughs> but we on our soapbox. Okay. Y'all know, y'all know how we do all this chat. We can get on our soapbox real quick, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sometimes we have to stop, and sometimes we have to take, um, just take note and take inventory mm-hmm. of what we're doing, and and start moving with intent. Sometimes we just mm-hmm. do stuff just to be doing it. A lot of times we allow our ego to direct us opposed to the intent mm-hmm. behind the steps that we're making, making sure those steps are intentional. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes, on, sometimes mm-hmm. when we get on our soapbox, it's something that we each need to hear, you know. We, we bounce off each other. And we're not just talking to the, to the people that are listening. We're also talking to each other. We're talking to ourselves. And when you verbalize certain things, that just makes it more accountable to you. Okay. Okay. I I can understand that. Okay. She's right. Okay. Maybe I didn't look at that right. So you internalize a lot when you hear it. 
you know. So we uh-huh. may be on our soapbox just to be talking, but we're also, you know, speaking to ourselves as well. So that holds us accountable, and uh-huh. and, and you can, you can't run from that, you know. So we're not just speaking to the masses; we're also speaking to ourselves <laughs> and to each other and whoever it applies to. And sometimes it's it's what somebody may need to hear at that time. Everybody may not need to hear mm-hmm. it, but. Right. It specifically is meant for someone to hear at that time because it's probably something that's in your mind and your thought that I should have did this, that, and the other. Sometimes we can't get, we cannot get hung up on coulda, woulda, shoulda. I coulda did this, I shoulda did this, I woulda done this. You can't do that because that's gonna put you in a trick bag every time. When you see mm-hmm. that you have misstepped, you have to take regather yourself and get your steps get back in step but you have to pay attention and learn the lesson mm-hmm. and move forward mm-hmm. and sometimes you say you know something somebody I was just thinking about that same thing she just said what I was thinking you know mm-hmm. you never know where people are at certain points of their lives and fear will stop you from doing a lot of things. If we, if we just think about some of the things that we don't do, we don't move when we should, that was fear stopping us. And we can't, we can't allow fear to paralyze us and stop us from doing certain things. That's how a lot mm-hmm. of times we end up missing a lot of stuff to see. That's, that's true. We that's worried about what somebody going to Yeah, we worried about what somebody going to say, how somebody going to do, what they going to feel, uh, how they going to act. Sometimes you can't be worried about other people. You have to focus right. on the what you need to do. Everybody else around mm-hmm. you is going to fall in place. And those that are not there, people are not supposed to be with you forever. So those that are not there, when you make these moves, those people weren't supposed to go with you in that direction. Mhm, and that's okay. That's mhm, that's true. You know, we were talking about on a few of our lives, not you know, recently, and a lot of people are afraid of being judged. You know, in addition to being to being fearful, a lot of people don't want to be judged. You know, and that's real, and that's big because okay, what are they going to think about me? What are they going to do? What? How are they going to feel about me? That judgment is real. And sometimes you just got to go past that judgment and be accountable to yourself. You know, do what makes you feel good and forget about all the judgments because there's only one one being that can judge us, you know. And, and, and that judgment can hold a person back for a long time, if not a lifetime. Absolutely. And I think, you know, sometimes in life we have to realize that we do have to deprogram ourselves. Um, from the box that our parents put us in, from the box that society puts us in, what other people deem is appropriate, what other people deem is not appropriate, what other people feel you should be doing. You have to unplug, as he would say, and you have to reprogram your own mind and reprogram yourself so that you start doing mm-hmm. things differently. You know, mm-hmm. because if you don't, you're going to keep going around in the circle looking at what other people feel you should be doing. No, mm-hmm. what do you feel you should be doing? What do you feel is best for you? Can't nobody tell you that. Mm-hmm. Can't nobody determine mm-hmm. what's going to happen to you. Sometimes people never see you going as far as where they go. Sometimes people right. hold you back based on their own fear. So if you allow somebody mm-hmm. else's fear to hold you back, 
you're not moving with intent to forward move yourself. You're moving with the intent of worrying about what somebody else is going to feel you need to do or what right. they think something, how they think something needs to be done. You know what I'm saying? You can't really do that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's not going to be productive for you. It's not even going to be productive for them. And a lot of people don't want to see you change because the thing about change is change requires you to do things differently, but it also requires those people around you to do things differently because you're Mm -hmm. not that same person. You know, that person, Mm -hmm. once change happens, that person dies. You know, that's why I'm Mm -hmm. you know how they say there's a death every day. We die every day. That that Mm -hmm. person is going to die. That relationship is going to die. If somebody leaves your life at one point in time and they appear at another point in time, that previous relationship has died. You have to start a whole new relationship. If uh, you are a whole new person and you got a certain group of friends, that person that you were has died. So you have a group of friends. Some of them is not going to be around. You know, they all, they were getting on um, young um, young ma. I think that young MIA. I can't mm-hmm. think who she is. Mm-hmm. Let me look up her name. Y'all know I could tear her name up, but she was talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can tear a name up. And it don't even be right. It'd be like, oh my goodness, that ain't even her name. <laughs> so I have to, but it's young MA. Young MA. Mm-hmm. Um, and she okay. they were kind of dragging her a little bit because she was talking about she don't believe in day one. And if you, you don't think believe about in, what, it, in day one. So those people that are with you in the beginning. Because everybody oh, is not okay. meant to go with you where you're going. It doesn't make that right. situation, that relationship a bad relationship. It just means that it was meant for that season. But we right. start holding on to things, and we think something's supposed to be forever. Just like, ladies, you know, we need to stop trying to marry everybody we date. Everybody you date ain't meant to be your husband. I'm sorry. He, it's not. He's not. <laughs> That's true. But we we, we trying to marry and she's not right, but we try to marry somebody and make somebody forever. First of all, nobody lives forever. Nothing is going to be forever. And we have to start understanding that and stop expecting things to stay the same because life is full of change. And I think change is one of the things that is a scary situation for a lot of people. And they tend to move timidly when that happens. But the thing is, if you are timid about yourself, you're putting out that energy and people around you are mm-hmm. going to start being timid towards you and they're going to start being lukewarm towards you. So you can't be lukewarm about yourself. you got to be fired up about anything about you and where you're going and what you're doing. You have to be because you need to have that energy around you. We got our mm-hmm. one of our first fabulous guests. We're going to take a brief break, and then we're going to bring in Simply Bree, y'all. She is so dope in real life, y'all just don't know. We're going to play some of this uh, Keith Robinson. Shout out to Keith Robinson. He has a new album, Love Apostolic 2, that is getting ready to drop soon. We are so excited that he has allowed us to play that music to the wheels for all there you go. 
to get to know you with my third eye To understand the pages off in your mind I want to know your energies I want to give you all you need And oh, I want to be the one you call in late night The one that you can hold and make it all right
got me in my feelings Girl, you're a star That's what you are You know, you know you're doing something to me Got my emotions on a roller coaster ride Yeah, this thing's going on between us Something I can't fight Not tonight, not tonight I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love Out here on the dance floor I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love out here on the dance floor. Come out of hiding, cause I've been trying to find you. Cause I've been trying to find you. Been looking high and low, wanting you more and more. To come and dirty wine, to come and dirty wine. Yeah. I love the way you move. I, I love the way you move. Like how you're doing what you do. Like how you're doing what you do. Yeah, you, you got me hypnotized, got me all in my mind. I'm trying not to lose it. Your body, body, body Got me about to beg, I don't even care no. I want it, want it, want it I want you to myself, I don't want to share I don't wanna share. Your body, body, body Ooh, got me in my feelings Girl, you're a star Ooh, that's what you are You know, you know you're doing something to me Got my emotions on a roll the ride. The ride. Yeah. This thing's going on between oh. us
alright, alright, alright. Yeah. You are now tuned in to the mother uh uh-uh, greatest. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. I'm Miss Felicia, and you know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left, the fabulous Miss Tony, and we are the ladies of Let's Chat. We have our Woo-hoo. next fabulous. <laughs> we have our next fabulous guest. She just kicked in the chat room door. Radio personality, simply Bree. Welcome. Hello, hello. How are you, ladies, doing this evening? We are good, Miss Bree. How are you this Friday evening? I am amazing. No, <laughs> <laughs> so we can come on with an album real quick. Listen, listen, listen. We can do that. Listen, we can do whatever we want because we are influencers. Yes, all women are yes. influencers. We influence the world. So anything we want to do, we can absolutely do. There you go. So, tell everybody just a little bit about your your journey. You are a radio personality. You are super dope in real life. Just talk a little bit about your journey and, and how you've become the inspiration you are today. Oh, thank you. Well, um, me. Oh, my goodness. About me. So, I am originally from Hartford, Connecticut, and I moved to Georgia in December of 2014. Um, At that time, you know, I was transferred with the company that I was working with in Connecticut, and I just thought that I was going to be with them forever, but that wasn't the case. Um, Mm -hmm. So in between, you know, starting another job at another company, I had reached out to a friend of mine because I also, I write as well. I reached out to a friend of mine that I had known for years. I remember that he lived in Candy Springs. And I was like, hey, you know, um, it was like a year later. Like, hey, you know, I'm in Georgia. And I told him when I got here, he's like, you waited a whole year to let me know that you're here. Long story short, I ended up getting on this writing team. Um, of magnificent writers here in Georgia. And, I mean, it, it's amazing. It's been a, a, such a great experience. We call ourselves the A++ team. So shout out to the A++ team out there. Um, that was just one one of my journeys. Um, I always said I want to be on someone's radio station. Like, I'm going to be on someone's radio station. I always said that even when I was younger, so I was on LinkedIn one day, and I had started my podcast through Anchor. And, you know, I knew nothing about podcasts. It was like one of those things where someone tells you, hey, you know, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And I know you ladies were talking about it earlier. Like, you know, I can see that. I'm sure I can fix that. That's exactly uh-huh. how I felt. I was like, oh, I can do podcasting. You know, I have no experience. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I linked up with this this young lady of IBMX Radio, and you know I told her what it was that I was doing, and she she believed in me. She believed in my idea, my passion, and she brought me on her team. And so I I learned a lot about radio. I learned a lot about you know creating the content, you know the, the do's and the don'ts, and and having that that free realm to really just entertain and educate people. 
And so mm-hmm. shortly after working with her, you know, I'm saying to myself, I want to do radio. I've always wanted to do radio. This was my passion. I want to do it. And it turns from me, you know, being under someone else's network to I want my own network. I mm-hmm. want I want to control the the keys and I want to, you know, develop these different shows and I want to hire hosts and things like that. And so that's where I came up with my he says what radio network. <laughs> so mm. And that's where I am with my network now. I do have two shows. Um, I have the He Said What um, show, which is every Tuesday, and I also have the Truth Serum, which is every Wednesday. Um, Before I developed He Said What, I was doing the Truth Serum with my co-host, Tasha, um, who was also known as No One You Know. We were doing it on Instagram. We were doing an Instagram Live. For an hour, and we would bring two people up, and we would interview them on different topics that we don't talk about. Like, men and women do not have discussions with one another as often as we should. And so I say, mm-hmm. you know, the truth from this is something that I feel is going to bridge together that communication between us all. And so that's where the truth from came from. So I was like, you know, I'm going to bring that under the He Said What radio network as well. And to date, both shows have been, like, amazing. Like, the feedback from the guests, the listeners, the interaction. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I'm still blown away. But at the same time, I believe in it myself. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just being humble and welcoming whatever comes along my journey now. So that's where I'm at. Mm, what an amazing journey it. you have. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you know, we always talk about a goal moment, and that was the fabulous moment that you have uh, shared with us. But prior to mm-hmm. taking that step, did you ever have it in your mind uh, to actually do these things and you just kind of push them to the side? Oh, my gosh. The radio, yes. Definitely with the radio because it was like, you know how sometimes you you look at what other people are doing and you compare yourself and, and you kind mm-hmm. of shoot yourself down before you even get up there. You're like, you know, they're doing really good. Oh, my God, look at their following. Look at how many people they have that's commenting, that's liking and sharing their stuff. I'm never going to get like that. Is it? Nobody knows me. That was the biggest thing for me was, no one knows me. I'm not from Georgia. Like, for me, I felt like it was hard to make a name for myself. And uh-huh. that became the most important challenge is branding who I am. And, you know, I, I eventually got more comfortable and I started to believe in what it is that I was doing. And that's what got me out of that that whole darkness, I guess you could say, a circle of darkness. Mm-hmm. And that and that's of darkness so is real. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because I've been in Georgia three years, and I can absolutely say I've said that. Like, wow, like where do I start and, and what do I do? And, you know, 
I know so many great people, but you still want to make sure that you are known on the strength of you and not on the strength of other people. And so that's, that's yeah. the whole process of being able to build a brand in a city in, uh, like Atlanta. You know, yeah. um, it's a big city that moves fast, but it's still small in the same uh, in right. the same sense. Go ahead, see. Sorry. No, that was no. I I totally agree. <laughs> now, but three, I want to ask you. I'm sorry, Lee. I want to ask you. You know, the between the two shows, how do how do you balance them? Because do you bring different subjects to each show, or there are, or are they, you know, parallel with each other? Mm, very good question. So the the way that I really try to even separate the two, first and foremost, he said what is a show where my guests are only going to be men. I do not have wow. a woman on that show. Because the purpose of He Said What is for men to be very transparent, be very honest and forthcoming, regardless of how hard it may, you know, the blow may be or how hurtful it may be to us women. We need them as women. We need them to answer questions that we have from a male's perspective because a lot of the time Mm -hmm. we as women don't have a male to go to and feel like we're going to get the real truth because men like to protect our feelings instead of telling us like mm-hmm. it is. And that's oh, how mm-hmm. we get into these situations and these bad relationships because, you know, we don't have someone that's in our corner. So my guest on He Said What have agreed prior to even being booked that they're going to come on, they're going to keep it real and funky, raw and rugged, and they're going to tell us answers. Now, I reach out to my women, my female audience, and I'll ask them, I'll I'll do a post. Hey, what are some questions that you would want a man to answer if he had no choice but to be honest and forthcoming? And boy, do those Mm -hmm. questions come through. They bow, bow, Mm. bow, bow. They list these questions out. So what I do is I then take the questions and I hold on to them. When I'm Speaking mm-hmm. to certain guys, I can kind of already tell what topic would be a good subject for them to talk about. And mm-hmm. that's how I actually assign it to them. So now with the truth serum, the truth serum, I have my co-host Tasha. So it's she and I. And I try to have at least one male guest and one female guest. That way mm-hmm. the whole dynamic of the show is not based on women's perspectives. We still have a male somewhere in their present to speak on behalf of men. Even though they're not mm-hmm. speaking on mankind, they're speaking from a male's perspective. And right. I mean, so, so both shows are kind of similar, but different at the same time. Because mm-hmm. with the true serum, as I stated earlier, it's based on conversations that men and women need to have more frequently with each other transparently instead of men talking to their boys about something regarding a woman, assuming that they know what a woman may think or how she may behave, and vice versa for, for females. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now, what do you think the biggest um, struggle is 
um, between men and women. Um, I say it's ego. I say that ego puts us in a trick bag every single time. That's that's my favorite word, trick bag. You'll notice I say that a lot, but it does. Your ego will put you in a trick bag every time um, because for some reason that's what we gravitate to. Um, what do you right. think is the biggest struggle that men and women have? Communication. We... A guy can tell us something. He can say, look, I don't want to be in this relationship with you anymore. It's real discourse, and I'm just not feeling like that anymore. Things have changed. And sometimes what we hear is, oh, he's just going through something right now. He's in his feelings. Maybe he had a bad day. And we overlook what they're telling us, and we still try to pursue this relationship, which eventually begins to um, dissolve. So I I just Mm -hmm. feel like the communication, we both speak a different language, you know, and a lot of the times we as women, our language is based on our emotions. So Mm -hmm. uh, we tend to speak from our feelings, and men don't necessarily know how to receive it because they're not built on just their emotions or their feelings. They're built to put those to the side and be hard and stern and just get the job done. Don't worry about what it's going to do to you emotionally. So they don't necessarily hear what we're really saying and and how we're feeling about what's going on. They just see the action. So I feel like there's a, a big gap in the communication between the men and the women and that's where we have a lot of confusion and a lot of chaos. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, um, Bree. We have to remember to say who we are. This is Tony. You know, we sound so much alike, but I love <laughs> this platform. <laughs> you know, I am a I am a champion of our kings, and I love for them to be able to express themselves freely. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily say what they think people want to hear. So I love right. that platform. And we try to do that here on Let's Chat as well. We have men and women come on. But for mm-hmm. a man to come on and just lay it on on how they actually feel about a situation, mm-hmm. the women, we have to hear them. We have to listen and not necessarily rush to judgment or rush to reply, but we have to understand what they're saying, you know, we have to hear them, you know, right. don't just, let, you have to hear them and, and internalize what they're trying to express to them, to us, you know, and it's so important, right. so that platform, I love it, so I'm going to have to be sure to tune in, because I am, I am one of, I am one of the biggest king supporters, Lisa's always, yeah. she's like, but she, yeah. <laughs> and she knows what's coming, she knows what's coming. Because I'm going to say this, you know, most of the time people are not whole in themselves. They're not sure in themselves before they start doing things. And a lot of times men think they want you to stay in this one place until they finish doing what they're doing. And women, we have to stop getting into his potential. Listen, Mm -hmm. the year of struggle love is over. Ain't nobody got time for that. So men have a tendency not to say what they mean and mean what they say, meaning they say one thing, but they do something else. So, and women do it too. We have to be sure of what we want to do. We have to stop looking at love as, uh, and I'm not saying I don't believe in love. 
I'm saying that love should not be the first thing that you lead with. Because in any situation, there is a choice. And you are choosing to do something. And in choosing to do something, everything is not going to be perfect. But you have to know for sure what it is that you want to do. Women have to Mm -hmm. know what it is that they want from men and why. You know, you tend to say, tend to say women want a bad boy. Well, it's not necessarily she want a bad boy. She wants a man that is secure in himself, a man mm-hmm. that that exudes power. Women are drawn to power. Yeah. And so if he has that about him, or what it appears to be, because when you know everybody you meet, they you meet their representative first, and sometimes they got three, four, five of them. Before you really get to the right, it's a whole tipping agency. Listen, and so you have to be able, first of all, women have to walk into their power. A woman has the ability to scratch a man's soul. Literally to scratch his soul. So if you can scratch his soul, that means that it doesn't matter what representatives he puts in front of you. You want to be able to see beyond that. But in us seeing beyond that, we have to understand if they are not ready. You can see right. it before he sees it. He may say, oh, I'm ready. I want to do this. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You're, not me that, you're not showing me that you do. You know, right. women have to be able to see you doing it. But we both have to know what we want. And I think that mm-hmm. is one of the biggest problems also that we are facing is understanding what you want and why. The intent behind the things that you do and say. You know, most of the right. time, men just, they want to hold you. They're like, I need this in my life. I may not want it in the way she wants, but I need this in my life. Um, T. Grizzle has a song called uh, I Had To. Mm-hmm. And in his song, I Had To, he talks about so many things that he had to do, right? And one of the mm-hmm. verses is where he talks about being what a woman. And because he wanted to basically be in her presence and lay between her legs, he has to do and say certain things. He has to tell wow. her, oh, I need to be this for you. I want you to lean on me for this. Not really meaning those things, but because mm-hmm. he needed specific things. And like you were saying, making sure that you're honest. That honesty mm-hmm. is something that we don't get a lot. You don't mm-hmm. you rarely see a man that's honest about his intentions. Um, right. Like, be honest. If this is what it is, this is what it is. And if the person can rock with it, they don't, but don't steal their choice. And don't steal their That's choice. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's so true that I I say that so much. Like, don't make the decision for me because you're trying to protect me. Let me make that decision. Okay, don't lie to me. And I, I tell even when I'm dating, at the beginning, I let them know up front, listen, you have no reason to lie to me. I have no reason to lie to you. So there shouldn't be no problem whatsoever. But yet they still do it because they feel like they have to paint this perfect picture for you in order to get what it is that they really want. Like, let's call a spade a spade. If you're just looking for some, some tails, then tell me that because guess what? I may just be looking for some tails too. So we just both are here, you know, enjoying the tail. But don't tell me that you want kids and you want to get married and you want to settle down when that's not really what you want. Because now when you say that, that's what I'm going to expect of you. And when you don't deliver, now we have a problem. Now we're not right. on the same page. So don't make that decision for me because we, we both may just be looking to cut. That's it. 
Right. But and then okay. the other thing is making sure that you know what it is that you want to, because a lot of times Ooh. you get that, oh, I thought that's what I wanted until you realize what it really is, and then it's like, oh, well, I changed my mind. <laughs> Newsflash, there are certain things in your life that you cannot change your mind about once you do them. Because if you want a partner, 
it's a certain type of guy that you have to be looking for. Somebody that's able to build. Not somebody that's just able to plant seeds and not build anything, but you need to live to your architect. And every man is not an architect. He might be nice to look at. That's cool. Mm-hmm. He might be have sweet he might have sweet words. That's great. Sex might be everything. Mm-hmm. But he's not a builder. Vice versa for Lisa. women. Yes. She might look good. Girl, she might be bad. But what kind of relationship do you need? Do you need a builder or do you need a relationship? Because in a relationship, somebody, again, is sitting down and expecting the other person to sit still, too. If you need a partnership, that's different. A partnership is totally different. You guys are in it for different reasons. You still have love for each other, but love does not is not the upfront thing in that relationship. It's not really led on emotion. You're led on the desires. Um, of your ambition, like you guys want to build and grow and do things. Every man can't do that, and every female can't do it because she's cute. She might be cute, mm-hmm. but she don't take out the trash. So the expectation is that you take out the trash. <laughs> but what if something happening? You can't take that trash out. It's just going to sit there because she's not going to take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to do better, people. Oh my God! I wish I had my round of applause button right now. I would be banging <laughs> on that button because you are, you are tap dancing on toes, including my toes. I'm gonna be honest with you because I said for the 2020, I'm being transparent. I don't care. Let me tell you, I love everything that you just said because you helped me realize that's what I need. I need partnership. I don't need a relationship because I thought. In my head, I was like, yeah, you know, I want a boyfriend and make it, you know, become a husband and have kids and stuff. But then when I meet these guys, I don't have the time to entertain with them because of everything else that I have going on. And meanwhile, they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs like, oh, well, you you always busy. Like, what's your schedule like? I hate when they say, what's your schedule like? Because I really want to say, oh, it's complicated. But sometimes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I don't have the time that you're looking for me to have and you know I, I kind of feel like I'm just I'm I'm built for an entrepreneur I'm not built for someone who has a nine-to-five and then after that he has nothing but free time and he just wants to hang out because I won't be able to hang out so I appreciate Alicia you even bringing that up partnership because now that makes so much sense to me like that that's what I mean but, hey, he can have a nine-to-five, but it's his okay. mentality, it's his mindset. He has to be able to understand, and a lot of times, women, we don't want to have to say anything. I know that I don't. I need you to pay attention to certain things about me and know what it is. I don't want to have mm-hmm. to tell you how to do stuff. I don't want to have to tell you this. I don't want to have I don't. I don't want right. to have to tell you. I don't want you to sit down and be like, what are we going to do? Why are you trying to ask me what we going to do? I'm trying to do something. So, therefore, come with a plan. Have a plan yes. on, on, on what the course is. And, ladies, we got to stop saying, what do you see us doing? What do, what do you want for us? Mm. But, no, what is your plan? If we yeah, don't require do them to do certain things, they're not going to do it. You set the tone for what it is. You know, if you're a single mother and you get into a relationship, you set the tone on how people treat your kids. Yeah. Every mother knows this. The same thing in, mm-hmm. in a relationship or a partnership. You set the tone for that direction. So if you are asking him, what is your plan for us? That means I need you to give me a roadmap. What is it that you want to 
this what to happen because now when we start getting wrapped up in a bustle and a tussle of life we have a road map so when we get off course we like okay well this was our road map so this is what we got going on right now when you guys get mm-hmm. to come together but we don't do that we don't ask the right questions and guys don't really pay attention to a lot of different things i'm not gonna say every guy because you have some men right. where they know what it is they like Mm-hmm. Why do I ask you if you need something? You're going to need something. Everybody needs something. Let me determine what it is that, that's going to put a smile on your face. That's really mm. what we are looking for. That's it. Somebody of action. Not somebody that's just there. Like, I need you to assume power. When you walk into a room, before you open your mouth, I need people to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That, that draws women in. You know, but yes. I need you to be smart. Ladies, you got to know what kind of, what's your love, not just your love language, but your love, uh, your love style is. Because mm-hmm. if you are a, uh, a a person that is attracted to someone's brain before their looks, okay, mm-hmm. he could be fine as wine, but if he's dumb as rock, there ain't nothing y'all could do Oof. because you need to be mentally stimulated. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, ooh, child. These are things that I have learned. You know, mm-hmm. if, if if a brain is what attracts you, he could be fine as wine, but if he mm-hmm. don't have a conversation, if he don't mm-hmm. take you nowhere, um, it, it ain't gonna work. He gotta have your mind in order to get the rest of you. Right. So let me let me ask you both this right? What if you meet a guy and you ask him, um, you know, what, where, where are we going with this? Or what's your plan for us? And he says, well, let's just go with the flow. Let's go with the flow. Mm -mm. Now to me, Mm -hmm. I don't do go with the flows because I don't know what direction this water is flowing. Like where are we, are we going to a dead end? Like, are we going out into the ocean? Like where, so when they say go with the flow, what's your initial thought on that? And that, that's what go with the flow is. Go with the flow is we're really not going nowhere right just yet. I don't have a plan. I don't know. I'm indecisive. I'm just here. I'm like a helicopter <laughs> hovering. You know, with a helicopter hover, all it does is kick up dirt, right? But again, that goes back to the woman because we gotta yeah. stop settling. We gotta stop settling for potential. I don't have time to settle for that because if you start settling, you will stop find yourself being um, sold a whole life that you really don't want because you right. decided to settle in something. You decided to settle in fear. You decided to settle in um, insecurity. A lot of we as women, we were taught you need a man to secure you. We have to learn how to unplug, as he says, and reprogram ourselves because you got to secure yourself. Anything can happen, especially Mm -hmm. in the age of COVID. And if you can't secure yourself, we're putting all these unrealistic expectations on men that don't have a a direct example of what a man is. So they don't even know. So you've given them love, responsibility. You've given them responsibility and loyalty. They don't know what loyalty is. They don't even know how to be loyal to themselves. They don't know mm-hmm. how to secure themselves. But now they got to secure you, some kids, this, that. They got to know what loyalty is. They got to protect your heart. They got to do all these things 
that they cannot do for themselves. You know, and a lot of times we don't think about the intent behind the things that we're doing. Why are you picking this person? Why is the person here? Sometimes it's okay to be by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. But society has told us that it is something wrong with that. So he want to go with the flow. That means that he don't have no plan. It is whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be. So you have to decide in you what does this person bring to you. I'm sapiosexual. You have to be, you have to mentally mm-hmm. stimulate me. So you have to be smart, like a real brain. Yeah. So, therefore, if, if, if I see that you have that, okay, well, you can keep me occupied for a moment, but I also know that I'm emotionally unavailable. Why? Because mm-hmm. I'm very ambitious in the things that I want to do. So, I'm not trying to sit still. So, you get the vibe if he needs you to sit still, if he just wants you to be here and there. Like, okay, mm-hmm. if he wants you to be here and there and he want to just go with the flow, what is it that you want, lady? You want to right. go to dinner from time to time? Okay, <laughs> that's cool. But he may not be at dinner from time to time. What kind of dinner do you want to have? You want to have McDonald's? You want to have P.S. James? Or you want to have Flemings? What kind of dinner you want? Because every dude don't know about the right. different types of dinners. And so for him, Red Lobster may be a great dinner. But for you, you're thinking of Flemings. You're thinking of uh, Houston's. You're thinking of dinner dinner. Mm-hmm. And that's not even on his level, so we have to start paying attention. Going with the flow means let's just see where it happens. Let's just see where this goes. It ain't going mm-hmm. nowhere, boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it no. ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> you ain't no. going nowhere. You're on a highway that has head. broken down. Mm-hmm. Listen, you're on a highway without no map. Where are you going? You don't even you don't know where you're going because you ain't got no plan. You don't have a plan. Right. You don't have a map. And if he don't have a plan and he don't have a map, lady, stop pulling. Stop being the person with the plan and the map. I'm sorry. You have mm-hmm. to stop that. Authority explorer. Yeah, you got to stop it because you need somebody <laughs> that is going to be comparable to you in that way. You can't, right. if you present the map and you present the plan, what exactly does he have to do? Mm. What what type of growth does he have to experience? Because mm. again, just like products, we're not buying the product. We're not with the person necessarily um, because oh, they're a nice person. It's the experience that you have with that person. Mm-hmm. So we buying an experience mm. here. So if you have not mm. put him in a position where he has the requirement to grow to be in your presence, that's your fault. Now, yeah. if you end up right. feeling certain, that is your fault. And we have to start taking responsibility for some of the choices that we make, which put us in certain situations. Right. Yeah, I said it. Don't send me no inboxes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what about you? What do you think when, when someone says they want to go with the flow? What does that translate to you? Well, when I hear go with the flow, you know, I see that, you know, you we can be going in one direction, right? But that direction mm-hmm. can lead to many different avenues. So mm-hmm. if you want to go with the flow, that may not necessarily be the avenue that I want to travel on. So mm-hmm. while you go with the flow, I'm going to take possession of my life and my feelings and my future and get on the path that I was going to make me happy. You know, I want to find someone that's like-minded as well as myself. And 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 I want to talk about something earlier Alicia said about, you know, love is okay, but that love has to be cultivated. You know, you have to grow with each other. It has to be wanted on both sides. 
So right. in order for you to have a relationship that's going to be productive, it has to be what the two of you want. You know, you may mm-hmm. not necessarily start out being in love because not everybody has that love at first sight. But you have right. to grow with each other. You have to want to be with each other. And that C word, it has to be cultivated. And it right. has to be, you have to be mature in and of yourself in order to be able to establish a relationship with someone else. Get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Like It's okay to be by yourself because sometimes that aloneness allows you to grow. Yeah. Mm. You know? And that's my take on it. <laughs> yes, honey. If I had them hand claps, that's what it would sound like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, Bri, I want to ask you. Go ahead, uh-huh. Sadly. I want to ask you, Bree, what is it that you have learned interviewing these, these men on your men only show that you not may not have necessarily known before that has helped you see men in a different light? Men are just as emotional as women, they just do not express it openly as we do. And mm-hmm. it could be because the image of a man, as I stated earlier, is supposed to be tough and strong and not be emotional. But deep down inside, they actually, they have feelings. And when they hurt, oh, it's the end of the world. Like, I don't know if they'll ever allow another woman in to love them um, or them love another woman like they did before. So, you know, they're just as sensitive as we are. They just don't show it. And a lot of the men are not used to women asking them, what do you think? How do you feel? So for someone to actually ask them these questions, it's like at first they're taken back because now they can openly express to you what's really going on. And sometimes, you know, men are not going to open up as soon as you ask them. You know, it's going to take some time because they're guarded. Men are very guarded because they do not want to open up to you and become vulnerable only for you to turn around and throw it in their face when you're upset. So Mm -hmm. I have definitely learned that that's, that's like the number one thing on the plate of men is if he does open up to you, that means he really trusts you. And he may just right. give you a little stone just to see what you do with it before he really mm-hmm. tells you something that's deep and dark and that could have possibly scarred him as a child. So mm-hmm. we need to be patient with them. Men, they're a lot of work. There a lot of work, mm-hmm. but it's very rewarding um, once you get a man to open up to you. So that's what I've mm-hmm. learned from, from all of these guys that have been on the show. And I'm thankful that they're even allowing themselves to be transparent in front of the world. Like, even though it's on the phone, it's still broadcasted across the world. And it's therapeutic for them. It's very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to agree no, with you, Brie. <laughs> I'm going to say no thank you. Listen, I'm going to say no thank you. I need, you know, that when two broken people come together, a healing mm-hmm. has to happen on both ends. Most of the time, mm-hmm. people are attracted to their brokenness. Mm-hmm. So when he is not all together, 
He don't want to open up. You got to pull it out. I don't have time for that. I need a man that has looked into his soul. He has learned that these are the conversations that we have to have. He has he has learned that he can talk about certain things. It's okay for him to be both vulnerable. Uh, and they never learned that until down the line when they realized it's okay for me mm-hmm. to talk about how I feel. It's okay for me to talk about what I've experienced. It's okay not to be strong all the time, but to mm-hmm. still have strength at the same time. But that means that you have to start thinking about yourself and thinking about the why. Asking yourself, well, would you date yourself as you know what you are right now? Would you mm-hmm. date you? And you need, you know, we got to start paying attention to that. They might be great people. They might have that great potential. But it's like eating a boiled egg that's not all the way boiled. You know, when you don't boil the egg all oh. the way, how look on the inside. That's that's, that's oh my the man. God. That's a man with potential. Yeah, I said it though. Send me no inbox. We should go all the way out of grace. Look, is racking up these emails. I'm telling you. That's a man with potential that has to boil egg. You need uh, you need someone that has sat in in who he is and sat in his experiences and has learned the lessons that he needs to learn. He's not looking for you to pave the way for him. Not looking for his mama. You're not looking for your daddy because really it's not his responsibility to be your daddy and it's not your responsibility to be his mama. So Mm -hmm. we have to stop looking at people and expecting them to say, I need you to be this for me so that I can feel this way and I can do these things. No, you have to start being those things for yourself. We all do. But I have to, I I have to, I I have to jump in on this, Lee. Just a little bit. You know, you know, I had to come at it, Lee. But see, Bree, I, I see it differently. I did, in September, I'll be married 28 years. So I Ooh, see. She was one of what, <laughs> Thank you. I see what you're saying that these men say. You know, they have to be able to be themselves, you know. And every time mm-hmm. you go into a relationship, you're not going into it thinking that I'm, mar- I'm marrying this person. That man right. has to be able to have a place, have a woman that he can mm-hmm. be himself. That woman should be able to see him at his highs as well as his lows and everything in mm-hmm. between, okay? Right. You have to be able to have, let a man be a man. You know, every day yep. he doesn't have to carry the burden of the world on his shoulders, you know, no mm-hmm. matter how broad they are. But you have to be, and, and it goes both ways, you have to be able to have a soft landing spot. Right. You know, some people don't. Some some women don't want to hear that. They want their men to be on point at all times, twenty four seven. But that's exhausting, and that doesn't last very long because you have mm-hmm. to be able to regroup. You know, you have that man has to know that he's been working hard all day, nine to five or nine to whatever. But when he comes through the doors of that home, he's able mm-hmm. to shut it at the door and be able to just be himself. You want your back rub, right. babe? No problem. You know, you, mm-hmm. you you're hungry. Let's eat. You know, you still right. have to work with each other. You know, it's not always on a man to make or break a relationship. That goes both ways. That uh, that has to be the both of you. Mm-hmm. And and I and I know Lisa and I. We be this is one thing I love. We go back and forth because she sees relationships one way and I see relationships another way. And trust, trust me, it's work. Bree, Bree, it's work. It is work. I'm not saying that it's easy. It's work. 
you know, but you have to both want that work. You have to put the work in in order to get the results that you want. Right. And and that's just my soapbox. That's absolutely true. But if he cannot see himself, like, see, you can see him, but if he can't see himself, if he can't see his own strength, if he can't see all the things that you see within himself, that's a problem. No, he can see it, but he doesn't necessarily have to live it twenty four seven. He knows. He knows he's a he's a man's man. Okay, mm-hmm. he knows his man, and you don't want someone that's gonna belittle your manhood because that's the worst thing you can do. Oh my God! Take away his manhood or belittle his manhood. You know, right. don't mm-hmm. question. A real man does not want his manhood questioned. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but that's a man that has sat in who he is. He's sat in his choices. He's learned from the things that he's experienced. He's, he knows to have certain conversations with himself. You know, there's a different kind of man. Uh, we're going to say, we're going we gonna, to we gonna separate the word and we're going to call them um, grown males. You know what I'm saying? You can have a grown male. And he may not be a grown man. Because a grown man is what she has explained. She has, that's what a man is. But a grown male only thinks of the thought of being that at some point in time. But they are not sure in themselves. They don't see themselves. They don't see their worth. They don't see their greatness. They need you to be these things to them so that they mm-hmm. can feel a certain way. Opposed to a man doesn't need you to make him feel a certain way so that he can be these things. He just needs you to be that soft place to land when he needs to dis- dis- kind of disconnect from the world. There's a difference. Right. But there's a different type of man that we're talking about. But you can't lump just, all men in the same category, though. You have to let a, a man, each man is individual. You can't lump every man out. in a category. You know, that's why I said grown male. Everybody is, is a male, but they are not a man yet. Just like but you can't fault them if they're not a woman yet. You can't fault them, though. No, you, you can't. can't fault them. That man has to grow into the man that he's meant to be. You are yeah. absolutely right. I will say this. I will say this. I call him a man boy, but um, I will say this. It also, the fact of whether or not they have grown up in a household with a male figure, I believe, plays Mm -hmm. a role as well because now they have someone to mimic off of. Now they have a man in the house where they can see how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Now, if he grows right. up in a household and there is no, no father figure there or no male role model, then it's probably not going to be until he becomes an adult and he starts to build friendships and relationships with guy friends where he will learn how to treat a woman properly. But I think that it just really it falls on the childhood and, and how they were raised. Um, because we have you have some man boys out here who – you know, you can get into a relationship with them and they're never secure with who they are. They're constantly looking for reassurance from you. They're constantly looking for you to build them up. And those are the ones who say, I did not feel complete until I met you. No, you need to be complete before you met me because I'm supposed to add more to you being complete, (laughs) not make you complete. Because when I leave the picture, you're going to be that, 
uh, partially hard, partially soft-boiled egg that Alicia was just explaining us, uh, explaining to us not too long ago. <laughs> right. I mean, a relationship or a partnership is like an accessory, you know, or even makeup. People put on makeup not necessarily because they have to. It enhances what you already have. And your woman right. enhance what you already have. Go ahead, P. Okay, I want to say, oh, I hear that, but what about through no fault of their own? What if there's a woman that has to raise uh, a young man without a man mm-hmm. in the house, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't fault him for not being able to see what a two-parent household has. You know, through no right. fault of the woman, you still have to, to, that man still has to learn, you know, whether it be from an uncle or his community or his pastor or right. whatever, his Absolutely. teacher. You still have to, you can't fault him if he's not the man that you want him to be. He's just not the man that that's for you, you know. So exactly. you can't necessarily question his manhood. But you can't no, wait. One thing I, 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 I don't have time. I need and, you to know. And, that, <laughs> and that's that. Lisa's hard. hard. I see. I see. I don't have cool. the, I, you know, I just don't have the patience. You know, when you're younger, it's the potential that we're looking at. Oh, he got the potential to be so much. I, I see you doing but they so, say that about us as well. so much. But they can say that about women as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have time. I can That's see her greatness it. all day. He can see her greatness all day. But if that person does not see their greatness, if they don't have it on the inside, they have to go through sitting with themselves and discovering themselves because nobody else has time to build you up. This is not build a build a bear network. (laughs) But you also have to like is is it is it you know, you have you have to be the determination on whether I'm sorry guys, I'm trying to get these stakes together for hubby. But you have to be able to determine whether you want to be with this person. He mm-hmm. may not necessarily be where you feel he needs to be at a certain point in his life. You have mm-hmm. to determine, and, he, and you may not be where he feels that you should be. But you have to be able to work together. I'm sorry. You just you right. have to throw away the bathwater because you don't like the bubbles in it or because there's no bubbles. Okay, you know, you cool. have to get, I'm going back to that sea word. It has to be cultivated. Mm-mm. Lisa okay. drained the whole tub. She said, I throw the whole bathtub away. Lisa said, I don't know what I'm getting in the I don't have a patience. I don't have a patience. Listen, potential is great, but we got to, I can't be focused on your potential. We can be friends, though. I can be your friends at that time. That's what your friends are there for. Your friends are there to cultivate you. Oh, yeah. I can be your friends at that time, but those are normally, those relationships are the ones that come back around. Because it, he may not be where you expect him to be, and it's not where he expects you expect him to be. It's where you need him to be. That means that you need a particular type of man, and he's not there. So you know you can't fault him for that. But at the same okay, time, okay, then you looking in the wrong direction. Exactly. You're looking in the wrong direction. You in the park when you need to be in a museum, maybe. That's no, right. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So ladies, stop settling all the decisions. I got time for that. I will say this. I will say in dating, in trying to date, if I come across a guy who has, if he has potential, if I am able to learn something from you, if you can teach me something, then I'm willing to Mm -hmm. put up with your potential because I feel like 
nobody's perfect. Everybody can grow at some point in their life. So if he can teach me something, then I have no issue whatsoever sewing into him. But if I'm not getting anything out of my communication with you, then I'm going to start to question your purpose. Are you here for a reason or a season? So but I just you okay. you have to I would say be more open minded to the the experiences that people go through because you can have the toughest guy who, you know, when you get with him, he has everything that you're looking for, but he's emotionally disconnected. How do you, you know, how do you, how do you pick and choose? Nobody's going to be perfect because we're not perfect. Season, 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 season. Sometimes sometimes we are meant to be friends, and sometimes when you meet people, it's not really something there for you. It's them to learn and grow. So right. that's why. Everybody we meet, we can't try to marry because it's it's a seasonal thing, and we can't make mm-hmm. people that are twigs on a tree. We can't make their roots, and that's but what we. I think you said what was what an important point. You said I don't feel that I have to put up with it, but if you feel that you're putting up with something, then that's not for you, because if exactly. you feel, you know, if if. I would never say, well, I'm just putting up with this because. Mm-mm. Don't put up with it. You know, you're either in, all in, or you're all out. Exactly. You, know, you can't say, yeah. well, I'm putting up with this because so and so and so and so. Mm-mm. Nah. No. We ain't got time for that. Mm-mm. Absolutely. This has been very interesting, ladies. Very interesting, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but I love having these kind of conversations. That's why we, when we do these type of conversations, we love to have the men's input um, because it's yeah. important to um, just their input and, and, and understanding from a man's point of view because sometimes it's really like we said originally in the show, miscommunication, lack of communication, mm-hmm. and lack of understanding what it is you want. You know, you want a bad boy. No, you want a confident man. So, therefore... You have to start looking at what what is it that he's doing that makes you feel that he is powerful and confident. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Money doesn't make somebody powerful and confident. Uh, and sometimes that's a facade. They, they can have money and they can have uh, what looks like confidence and be just as broken. And when you scratch the surface, you realize, oh, no, what did I um, I don't know, that's up so much. <laughs> Look, let me let me share with you. Um, I I tried to date an attorney, and he was the sexiest black man in a suit that I had ever seen. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness! And he was so intelligent, and I too am a sapiosexual. So I'm like, oh my god, he was just speaking all types of melodies to me, and he's just talking about work. <laughs> Well, everything everything seemed so perfect about him. But what I learned in speaking to him was that in in my eyes he did not value people. People to him were disposable. And I said to him, um, because one time he got upset when he called and I didn't answer. So when I finally called him back, he had an old attitude. And I'm just like, okay, he wanted to see me. And I'm like, no, it's too late. I'm not coming outside. It's way too late. And he got upset. So I asked him, I said, you know, you seem bothered by telling me no. What do you do when women tell you no? Like, have you not been told no before? And keep in mind, he's an attorney, Mm -hmm. so he's wealthy. He got billboards, all of that. 
And he just said, women don't tell me no. Like, they just don't tell me no. And I said, ah, okay, so you've never been told no. He said, no, not by my mother, not by my aunt, not by any woman that I've ever dated before. Like, women wouldn't dare tell me not. And I said to my sister, you got the meat. So I said to him, I said, well, that's the problem. So what do you do when someone does tell you no? And he said, I just dispose of them. They're no use to me. Oh, yeah. So you are the ideal man. You are strong. You are intelligent. You have the best education. You know, you have wealth, live in a nice neighborhood, but you don't seem value to people. And I said to myself, I've never in my life ever met someone who seen no value in the human being simply because they told you, no, you just dispose of them. Like, how does that work? And I said to myself, well, this is why you're single. And just needless to say, that didn't work. <laughs> it, it just did not work out. But, yeah. <laughs> he just, went down. <laughs> he just but that's not specific ways that, that has it that, again, is cultivated somewhere, whether it be in mm-hmm. his childhood with his, you know, his mother never told him no, his sisters never yeah. told him no. That's a different scenario. You know, that's like... Mm-hmm. And and he took it and took it to the next level or to all levels oh, yeah. if you really want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> the top level. Listen, listen. You gotta say you have to like you you teach people how to treat you. You absolutely right. teach people how to treat you, and you have to be um, what it is that you're looking for. And when people come into your presence, they have to already know based on your posture, what they need to do and how they need to do uh, in order to Mm -hmm. meet your presence. And we have to stop settling and bringing down our our, uh, qualifications Um, because Mm -hmm. then they never rise to the occasion. You know, um, you have to be able to allow that man to rise to the occasion. Like, listen, you can go shit or you're going to get off the pot. What you going to do? But if I keep going <laughs> where you are, it's a problem because now I'm settling and you're growing, but I'm not. Right. And oh. I'm feeling as though I have to tiptoe around how I really feel because I don't want you to think that we're not on the same page. We not. Let's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, even though I know we're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's been such a pleasure having you here in the chat room, Bree. We appreciate you taking time out to share your time, your energy, and your face with us. Now, here on the chat, we like mm-hmm. to do something fun. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, we like to do something fun. <laughs> so, Tony's going to give you a fun question. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it's so if you got curls, go ahead and crush them now. Man, they can take them off and put them on the side. Yeah, I'm going to throw them on the side. I'm going to throw them away with that whole bathtub. Just throw it all away. Just go and let the water out. You can run some more water. Well, Bree, we have so enjoyed you, girl. We really have. And we, we got to have her when we have our panel. When we do another relationship yeah. panel. We would love so to have you back, Bree. So around the uh, yeah. men and women. 
Uh-huh. Oh, we would I'm love to have you down. back. Yes. Count me awesome. In. Awesome. But your fun question tonight, you know, I've your fun question tonight is if you were a candy bar, it could be any candy bar, or you could probably even make up one. We haven't had anyone make up a candy bar. What would you be and why? Mm. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I am going to say that I would be, I'm going to say I would be a snicker. I would be a snicker because there's so many layers to me, and each layer Mm -hmm. is enjoyable. You know, Mm -hmm. you just, you you have to take your time. Like, with the top part, you have the peanuts and the caramel. And, you know, peanuts, you can't just, you can't just start chewing, 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 chewing. You want to enjoy the crunch. You want to enjoy the caramel. You want to, you know, go smooth and slow and just be easy with it. And then at the bottom, I don't know what that is at the bottom of the snicker, but I know it's lovely. <laughs> I love it. Um, so the people who created the snicker loves it. And it's just it's nice and it's soft and it's tasty and it's sweet. And you can't just, you, you have to take your time with the whole snicker. You don't want to just bite down. I'm the type of person mm. where I enjoy things in layers. I will eat a Twix in layers. I don't just bite down through the whole cookie. No, I want to eat piece by piece because I really want to enjoy it. So I would say I'm a I'm a snicker because there's so many different layers to me to discover, and you're going to enjoy them all. Like, there's nothing negative about this snicker. So, yes. And I'm gluten-free. There we go. Ah! Oh, so, 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 to the last bite. <laughs> Simply Brie underscore. Um, you can go to the website, 
www.simplybree.com. And mm-hmm. Twitter is, you just Google Simply Bree, basically. If you spell it like that, you will find me all over the place. Um, as far as events, I actually am going to be starting my own once a month group panel virtual dis- discussion. Um, it's called Raw and Unfiltered Answers, where I will have myself and three of my guests that have been on either He Said or The Truth Serum, and we're going to tackle some of the main questions that I've received from women, but as a group and virtually. So you can actually see their face. And I'm a lot of good eye candy, just so you all know. A lot of good eye candy. <laughs> so that is going to take place on the 19th of September, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will place the flyer as well as registration information on the website, Mm -hmm. simplybree.com, within the next couple of days. So you guys go up there, register, so that you'll get access to the link, and you can be a part of the discussion. And then, as I stated, he said what is every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then the Truth Serum is every Wednesday from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I mm-hmm. thank you both for having me on your show. Like, I absolutely love it, and I definitely got to get you guys on my show, too, because it's only fair. Like, I already know. <laughs> Look, Lisa, she going she gonna to come with, and hopefully you don't get hate now from my guests, my, my uh, listeners and stuff. I'm sure you're going to ruffle some feathers. But that's okay because that creates a good energy, a balance. It does. You two balance each that's other. That's why we very balance well, each other. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We really do. We oh are each other's balance. We are. Yeah. You guys are like good cop, good cop, bad cop. That's what you guys do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we switch it up. We switch it up sometimes. Sometimes she bad cop, and I'm the good bad. I'm like, well, you know, and she's like, no, absolutely not. So we switch it up sometimes. Don't let the fool say fool you, cause T, T, listen. She'll come at you when you have to think about this. She just checked me. Like, yes. <laughs> I feel like she did. Like, my soul feels disturbed. Right. Like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like it's disturbed so in a way. Right. Shade, honey. Just put your glasses on, Bree. Just put your glasses on. I just know how to deliver it, Lee. I know how to deliver it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Bree, oh, I just started following you, so I'm, I'm going to be – I'm awesome. following you on Instagram now. I just followed you. So I'm going to be so excited to see everything you have coming down the pipe. You know, Leisha and I are here. You're welcome here. This is your home, child. This is your home. You can come back anytime. Anytime. I'm going to put my toothbrush in the bathroom. You know, you get the toothbrush. That's right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I really, really appreciate it. I love, I love, love, love this show. Thank you. We appreciate you. You enjoy the rest of your weekend and stay safe out there, girl. I will. You guys, too. Thank you. Bye. You're you welcome. welcome. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was so crazy. Great show, Lee. <laughs> Yes, great, great show. We appreciate you guys having to kick it with us in the chat room. We're going to play a little music as we head on out the door. Uh, Let's see. 
We're going to hit you with some of that uh, Karis Jordan. No apology as we head on out of the chat room. We will see you guys. Have a good weekend. Next week, we have a fabulous show for you. We will be live. And we're going to have author LaDonna J. Comedian Melanie Camacho. And author and singer, Bunny the Bars. She's going to be kicking it with us on next week. So make sure you guys tune in. We will be live. Make sure you guys follow us every platform. We are The Chat Radio Show or Let's Chat. We will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. If you want to be a guest, send your request to The Chat Radio Show at gmail.com. If you want to be a sponsor or if you want to run a um, commercial, uh, on our live feed, make sure you guys check us out on Ebony TV. That's where we exclusively have our live uh, being ran, uh, and we do have commercial spots available. Send that request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. Other ladies, so let's chat are out, and we will see you guys next week. Good night. Running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on their neck, stepping on their neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. I throw every feeling possible right out the door for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, Captain Nick, no Afro pick. Thinking over no apologies, I'm killing all this shit. I told you I'm a savage, but you wouldn't listen. Uh-huh. I came to take over the whole game, that's my mission. Carrots, you a motherfucker, now pay attention. Uh-huh. Now that I got your attention, uh-huh. let me complete my sentence. Born in the slums, I hustle for crumbs, I saw for days. Now it's time to get paid, dug into my last day. Right. Streets made me a menace, mama didn't raise uh-huh. no fool. Bottom line, you course was mine, homie, I eat your food. I ain't with that mumble uh-huh. shit, the only thing that mumbles quick is when I put that muzzle on that bitch and I freeze that shit. Yeah, I'm insane. Nigga, crazy and I'm cool, cool Split personality, I don't know who's who Screws loose, so watch what you say to me I will snap out, I'm a New York Jersey nigga But now I wanna run uh-huh. out It's not where you from, That's nigga right. It's where the fuck you at So I switch that NY and flip it to a brazen Running up the check, running up the check yeah, yeah. Stepping on they neck, stepping on they neck yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this If you standing in my way, you gon' be on the floor for this I'm a savage, 21 savage, a grenade without a pen Taking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this shit First off, you don't know who you fucking with right. That nigga KJ, here bust quick Better watch what you say when you run your lips He's crazy in the range, you don't give a uh-huh. shit Pop pills, that boy is so That's ill right. Disrespecting, you get killed Slip in like the Viper, the DC Slap to the bitches, I will sleep hype, yeah You don't want it with the kid from Jersey Better pray to the Lord for some mercy uh-huh. Cause when I come, I come with fire Stop putting on your rap shoe lighter You ain't never do a bitch, you a bitch, nigga You be lying in your rap, you ain't rich, nigga uh-huh. You don't want no war with the kid, nigga Woo. I run up in your motherfucking crib, nigga I kill you, kill you, kill you And leave no witnesses no. And write a book about uh-huh. it Like OJ Simpson did I'm a savage nigga, uh-huh. I am out of my mind right. I'll hunt you down if you got diamonds and right. grind I'm on my grind nigga, so don't you waste my time And if you disrespect the king, you know you cross the line I see you haters nigga, I, I hear
talking, you haters talking. You gonna end up six feet deep in the fucking coffin. I'm about my paper, I'm about my thriller, I'm counting figures. I seen a cross in your eyes, that's why you switch, nigga. Oh, you a bitch, nigga. I'm counting chips, nigga. You keep on chasing ass, I'm getting rich, nigga. Running up the check, running up the check. Stepping on their neck, stepping on their neck. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I'm out of for this. I will, I will go to war for this. I throw every feeling possible right out the door for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, Kaepernick, no Afro pick. Faking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this here. Hey! I'm 
do. Fucked up, had a shame views. When I lose, I was born to run the game and break the rules. No time to be scared. Say all of your prayers, hope you prepare. If you don't add up, fuck a deal, but it's still gonna. 